0: Welcome to What is Your Bitcoin Story podcast with your host, Gigi. This is a podcast where we explore the fascinating world of Bitcoin through the personal experiences and stories of those who have taken a dive down the rabbit hole. We explore Bitcoin stories with a diverse range of guests from early adopters, miners, traders, and maximists. So join us on this exciting journey of past, present, and future Bitcoin, one story at a time. The design supports a tremendous variety of possible transaction types that I designed years ago. Escrow transactions, bonded contracts, third-party ar- arbitration, multi- multiple-party signatures, etc. If Bitcoin catches on in a big way, these are things we'll want to explore in the future. Satoshi Nakamoto. Welcome to another episode of What is Your Bitcoin Story podcast, where we dive deep into the world of Bitcoin, exploring the personal journey and insights of notable individuals who are shaping the future of finance. I'm your host, Gigi, and today we have a truly special guest joining us on the show. Our guest for this episode is none other than the hereditary Prince Filip Karadjordjevic of Serbia and Yugoslavia. Prince Philip is not just a member of royalty, but also a thought leader in the world of finance and technology. As the Chief Strategy Officer at Jan3, a global financial technology company, he brings with him a wealth of experience from his 13 years in traditional finance. What sets Prince Philip apart is his deep belief in the transformative potential of Bitcoin. He envisions a future where Bitcoin can bring freedom and sovereignty to billions of people around the world. As the Chief Strategy Officer of Jan3, he's passionate. Passionate advocate for financial freedom through digital assets like Bitcoin and stablecoins, all while working to establish legal frameworks that support economic empowerment for the unbanked. Prince Philip is not just a behind the scenes strategist, he's a prominent figure on the global stage. He's a frequent guest speaker at prestigious international conferences and has meaningful interactions with heads of state, congresspeople, and C suite executives. His commitment to the ideals of freedom. And the new renaissance that Bitcoin enables us is unwavering both for Serbia and the world. Behind his work in the financial sector, Prince Philip is deeply involved in philanthropy and cultural preservation. Through his foundation in Serbia, he actively promotes financial literacy, the arts, cultural heritage, and technology. So join us today as we delve into Prince Philip's remarkable Bitcoin journey, his vision for the future of finance, and his dedication to the betterment of society through technology and culture. Prince Philip, it's an absolute honor to have you on the show today.
1: Thank you very much, Gigi. That was quite the introduction. I've never had such a good introduction before. (laughs) It's it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, the the pleasure is all mine, and and yeah, let's uh, let's hit it off, as I'm, I'm sure everybody listening would love to hear how you got into Bitcoin. So let me ask you, can you share with us your essentially your personal journey and and what led you to become a passionate advocate for Bitcoin?
1: Sure. Uh, I will start going back to the first time I heard about Bitcoin was around 2012, and that was a just a conversation with some friends. We noticed, they noticed, someone noticed that uh, Bitcoin was was trading around 30-some dollars and it, and the conversation was like, oh, look at that Bitcoin, is it going to go to $100? And we were just, didn't make, didn't make, take any notice much of it, just like, oh, yeah, whatever, I just thought, oh, that's interesting, okay, uh, back to my, back to my usual life. Then fast forward to 2017 early 2017 uh, my best friend in london, in london when, this is when i was still living in london he he called me up and he said hey philip check out this bitcoin thing um it's it's going up and uh, you should get into it And actually the technology is fantastic it's got this uh, this 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 20, 21 million cap it's a great inflation hedge um i was like fantastic well how do i get into it so he taught me he got me onto coinbase (laughs) he helped me download a wallet as well and then i was i was first into it that was around the beginning of middle uh that was around may 2017 and also that was also the time well i say the time it's also with myself and and my friend were also distracted by the altcoins. um not sure I can say the word shitcoins, but yeah, you know, because <laughs> in Coinbase there was Ethereum, there's Litecoin available at that time as well. And also in 2017 was also the, the ICO craze as well. And everyone was tracing the next Bitcoin and thinking they can make a, a, a packet of money that way. So we were, look, we were getting into that and, and trying to find opportunities. Obviously, I've, most of them were a waste of time and we learned the hard way. But nevertheless, we kept on stacking, we kept on buying. Uh, I wasn't fully 100% uh, orange pulled at that point. Then, then, that was the year I married I, uh, I I married my wife, and then the next year, that was 2007, the next year is one the year we had we had my son, and that was as the bear market got started, and uh, I was still, I was still holding on to pretty much all Bitcoin. I had a little bit of Ethereum and, and, and Litecoin on, in, in my bags, right. But still stacking Bitcoin over the over the bear market. Not quite DCAing. It's more when I had a, a good paycheck here and there, I would buy. I would buy a chunk. Then it was when the pandemic happened, twenty twenty. So that was an eye opener for many, for a lot of reasons. I won't go into the other reasons, but in terms of Bitcoin I saw that there was a huge amount of stimulus being pumped back into the system and I was already wary of what was going on at, after the great financial crisis of 2008 and quantitative easing and 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 those and that and that whole debacle that I thought to myself oh no here we go again and I thought to myself well I've you know this is Bitcoin thing I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it more I've got you know I'm I, I I'm I'm pretty I'm, I wasn't really quite passionate about Bitcoin at that at that point, but I started studying more about it. In, into it. I joined Bitcoin Twitter. I then ordered um, the the Bitcoin Standard by Safety in the Moose. Then this also was around the time I moved with my with my with my wife and son to Serbia during. Right right in the middle of the, of, of the start of the pandemic, that was around June, actually June 28th, which is a big day in the Serbian ca- calendar, that's Vidovdan, is when I bought the tickets for, to go to Serbia. Because of my work, I was one of those lucky enough to, to, to keep my job, it, it went remote. I was one of the, I guess, the laptop class. that my job went remote. After two weeks of it going remote in March, April two, uh, 2020, I was like, well, this is my opportunity to finally move to Serbia with, with my job and then within two months we were back we were living in serbia then i was studying more about bitcoin and then by the end of 2020 it just basically clicked i i was like yeah that's it i have the keys of the future in my pocket it's all about bitcoin screw everything else i'm 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 orange pilled right now this is fantastic (laughs) and the rest is history well i can continue about how i got into into my job um now, what I was doing before and how I found and how I became a full-time Bitcoiner.
0: Um, up to you. I mean, or, or, or we, 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 we can kind of work more up. Ab- I mean, I'm very intrigued with, with your sure. background of, of working in, in the financial markets that call them the legacy markets. Yes, and of course. From, from your experience, I want to hear in, in your opinion, how do you see Bitcoin reshaping traditional fan, financial landscape from your point of view?
1: From my point of view, I, I was working, for almost nine, well, I say almost nine, nine years, almost ten years in asset management, and in particular in mm-hmm. quantitative, uh, quantitative equities. Uh, um, I was a an analyst, and my job was that I wasn't a portfolio manager, but I was more of an analyst, a macro analyst, and I would write and I would, be, I would do a lot of investment writing. So I was in tune. I was, I thought I was in tune of the markets and what was going on. I would, I would communicate a lot with our clients. And I would um analyze our portfolios and see how they fare up different situations and what's going to happen. And did a lot of quarterly reports and all this sort of stuff. So I thought, you know, I, I thought I knew what was going on with the markets quite well. Where well, during my time in in finance in in um in, in we call it legacy finance or I've I've heard traditional finance TriFi <laughs> TriFi, um, fi tri-fi. yeah exactly. <laughs> That's probably giving it. That's yeah. That's making it sound a little bit too futuristic when it's not. When it's anything but actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yes, I think so. That's the thing. I used to have conversations when I first got into bit. When I first bought Bitcoin in two thousand seventeen, members of my team and people in my company sort of caught on to the whole two thousand seventeen um, bull run. They were talking about it. Bitcoin and they figured out that I bought some and I was in, and, and I was getting into it. And you know there was a. Uh, there was the banter at work and stuff. And it's like, what is this shit basically? Oh, this is interesting. And people, some people are interested, some people are not, but the general, the general sentiment was that, no, this is, this is some bad. This is going to, this is this scam or whatever, or whatever. This is just some, whatever magic internet money. It's nothing special and stuff. I had different ideas, even though I wasn't fully big. I wasn't fully orange pill by 2017. I liked it from 2017, not because I wanted to make money, but because I saw the opportunity in that. And for me, the clincher was a 21 million cap. It was mm. the hard cap, but that was it. I didn't go for, study further further than that. And so, I think your question is how. It was, it's going to change the financial system like you, ne- like, like, like it's never known before. I think this, this, we are at the real turning point right now. And I don't think many people are aware how huge Bitcoin is going to uproot the current financial system. Mm. Um, I say this mainly and it's going to happen mainly in developing countries. This is going to be the sweet irony of of the developing of of how things have developed since the Second World War, and the developing countries have been left behind. Um, that now they're going to get because of their hardships, because of what the the problems they've gone through financially, and the way that the West has, I'll be open. The way that a you know uh, organizations such as the three letter agencies such as the World Bank and IMF and places like that right. have taken advantage of the resources of the East. And plunder that to, to, to their advantage so they can enrich themselves in the West. And only and only then few in the East have um, I say the East, the developing world have have, have um have actually benefited benefit from this. That now people are able to get onto some sort of financial um, property that's completely revolutionary and the people in the developing world are the first that are going to uh, are the ones that can understand this quicker than than than, the, than the, the developed world and this is something i've seen already in my travels recently i've i've been to argentina i was in el salvador i was in costa rica and I've been speak, uh, speaking with uh, my job in Jan 3, we're speaking to people in Nigeria and, and uh, South Africa and all over the world, basically. And it just feels like that, that where there is where there is financial uh, difficulties, where there is trouble, where there's more inflation, where there's double-digit inflation, I mean, most of the world's on double-digit inflation now, but where there's constant double and even triple-digit inflation, these people get the, the need for cryptocurrency. I say cryptocurrencies because... A lot of them, some of them are still buying some other, you know, shit coins, but a lot, there's still a lot of people really looking towards Bitcoin as a savior. I think this is, this is massive and something that's not fully appreciated yet by, um, by us in the, uh, the laptop classes of the West.
0: Developed world, as we like to call (laughs) ourselves, right?
1: Yeah. The developed (laughs) world. Yeah. I think anyone who, who wants, yeah. Anyone, uh, Well, here's, here's the thing that, um, that's uh i i didn't really think i didn't really uh uh understand its full potential until until you actually uh speak and 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 socialize with uh members of communities around the world and how much they actually use bitcoin how much actually actually bitcoin has saved them from uh financial uh ruin from from hardship people in venezuela we have uh we have, um, we have someone that works in our company, um, he, uh, Raul, who works, who works in Venezuela. I mean, Bitcoin has saved, has saved him, him and his, and his family's life. And he's not, he's not the only one. And it's, it's, it's incredible to hear those anecdotes, those real stories of people. This is something that, you know, obviously that the news, the the, the MSM is not going to tell, pe- tell people that this, 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 this revolutionary asset. I wouldn't say revolutionary. It's just this new, you know, a revolution. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's going to change so much. And, it's not the fault of the banks that, uh, okay, here's the other, yeah, the other thing that w- that Bitcoin is going to help bank all those people that are unbanked at the moment. And yeah. there is billions, the billion class, the bi- the, um, the billions of people that are unbanked around the world. We are talking about, there's different estimates out there, but I'm just going to say billions. And it's not because the traditional financial banks are nefarious to, to the point that they're saying, we're not going to bank you it's just because their existing models doesn't make it makes it hard for them to or cost effective for them to reach the the uh the, all the extremities of the population um around the world there's there's a lot of uh, um, areas of land and, and and islands and places that are just really hard to reach the middle of the forest here and there and you're not going to have you're not going to set up bank accounts i mean bank accounts uh, uh branches all over in, the, in those places i mean banks it's not in the interest of business model to do that. Whereas with Bitcoin, all you need is a, is a GSM mobile um, yeah. and, and a signal and you're sorted. This is this is just yeah. incredible. And on top of that, you're not gonna no, be sorted no for
0: funds, you know, none of this mumbo jumbo. And on
1: top of that, you don't it's not you're getting an account with a third party over here. You're getting an account with yourself. You're becoming sovereign yeah. while doing this as well. So there's that, that added layer as well. It's beautiful
0: it is it is and, and and just to add i mean philip as, as i've discussed with numerous guests um uh, up to now it's fascinating how we see this phenomena happening as you said in, in developing countries because usually it's always the developed countries that are the first movers right they they adopt the first yes. technology they, they exploit it and then whatever is left trickles down but you know on, on numerous occasions i had conversation with guests where, where we discussed you know countries such as you named argentina venezuela what we're seeing in turkey lebanon mm. like triple yes, exactly. digital inflation. They are seeing Bitcoin as a, a glimpse of hope and their own only wealth preservation tool, whereas the developed countries are seeing it purely as a speculative instrument. Going on to, Correct. as you said, Bitcoin yeah. Twitter. When is ETF coming out? You know, when, 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 when <laughs> shall I pump and dump it? Which that's not the point of it, right? But sooner or later, developed countries. We'll but learn as well. Of us learn,
1: yeah. Most, most of us in the I, I, you know, I'll, I'll admit that I, I came in as well. for number goes up, but I stayed yeah. because you know, fix the money, fix the world. And now, you know, here yeah. I am working full time in Bitcoin. <laughs> but there's the other thing as well: it's the philosophical side of of what? Not I would say philosophical. It's 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 the um, it change it, rev, it it reverses the current perverse incentive structures of the fiat of the fiat standard. And it turns, mm. and it it lines uh, under a Bitcoin standard. Everything um, will 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 align under more of a natural order. This is what's really profound, and something that's that's probably what's the hardest thing for people to uh, to understand when they when they're getting orange filled, is you really have to see things completely differently, see things the way they should be, the way that the way that we should have been brought up to see things. But because we're, we we uh, many people live with uh, with fiat lenses with. Um, with fiat glasses on we see everything as as
0: (laughs) as, dollar signs
1: in dollar signs and we have to spend 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 with instant gratification you know it's 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 really i mean we're seeing the i mean the effects of the fiat stand uh, of what this fiat standard has done to to civilization and we are seeing this firsthand especially in the in the in the western world is the uh is the collapse of of civilization as we speak, you know, people now referring yeah. back to the Romans and things and we're seeing this, you know, this is what inflation does, you know we, we end up doing stupid things we end up a lot of doing a lot of degenerate things we end up um, uh, claiming, you know, we end up perversing science, we end, end up uh <laughs> Uh, um, destroying healthcare, food, all this sort of stuff. It's Everything has been reversed. Everything, everything has just, is, is just is destroyed. Even family values
0: are, are, family are, are values, getting exactly. destroyed.
1: Correct. Which is heartbreaking.
0: Yes. So, yeah, so, I mean, uh, another topic I want to touch upon, so um, right, we t- we're talking about finance, but but Bitcoin, as you said, it transformed much more than just the, the, the financial gains and, and financial aspects, in the sense to when it clicks. So, with Bitcoin's impact expanding beyond, let's say, the just, just financial implications, how do you see it contributing to a cultural and technological development for humanity as a whole? And and perhaps even specifically um for your native country of, of Serbia?
1: Well, I see it as as a way finally to, to to move to a savings culture, um a one where we embrace deflation. I mean you if I'm sure you've probably read The Price of Tomorrow, where you understand yeah. this is a great book by Jeff Booth. I don't agree with most some of it, he's, some some things he's saying in it, but I agree with a lot of what he says in it. And that is like, why is that, you know, we we see that technology is allowed to 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 go through deflation and we see technology improve. But why can't we see money technology improve? So in, and and he basically claims that in a world of, in a deflationary world we will see more abundance and this is something I completely agree with. So this is what I would love to see happen in Serbia, but of course over all around the world is for people to understand that this uh, the, the current financial system, the fiat system incentivizes spending today because your fiat is going not going to be it's going it's not going to hold its value over over time it, it's constantly being debated by by the money printer i'm being quite rudimentary by saying the money printer but it's true it is they are literally digitally printing money at zero cost and if you look at recent stats um serbian economical stats you're seeing that the m2 money supply has still increased over the last year Yes, mm. there was a, there was a decrease in, in money supply at the start of this year, but now we're at back at the record highs and this is since, uh, since 2020, uh, inflation's at 11%. Um, it's pulled back since the high of 15% last year. but with the, the current um, um, printing, I'd say I, I'm, I'm predicting that inflation is going to be very sticky and it will come back in another um, in another um, wave. Probably next year or so. So I would like to see. Would, this is why Bitcoin change, uh, I just basically I would like Serbians to understand that they, that the need for hard money and Serbians are very cash or a very cash oriented society. They understand mm. the need for privacy, and this comes as a result of many, many years, and not just Serbians, but I'm talking about the region, many, many years of hardship. They've gone through world wars. They've gone through uh, civil wars. They've gone through horrible, they've gone through genocides. They've gone through the third worst hyperinflation event ever ever recorded in, in human history. They have not, the, basically, their trust for, uh, for, the, for, for, for systems, their trust of the state has, has been eroded completely. They don't have much trust. So when they see something like Bitcoin, they instantly dismiss it because they see mm. it's digital. They probably associate it with something like CBDC and it's something that they can't touch. But once they understand that actually Bitcoin works in their favor and all that, and that just requires a bit of education, then I'm sure you'll see a huge wave of Serbians and people in the region wanting to adopt Bitcoin. Um, they're very protective of their cash and anything that's not hard or hard in terms of cash like cash like what they, they, they can hold on to they will in, instantly um, uh, be skeptical of but mm. then, you know while they're holding on to their cash under the mattresses that cash is deteriorating by right now 11% a year you know that's not that's not that's yeah. not safe um, yeah. they're afraid of digital dig- digitalization they're afraid of fiscalization uh, this is what happened in Serbia during in 2021 before I became a pu- um, public bitcoiner there was a big push to fiscalize all transactions in in Serbia and this was especially going to affect the marketplace and serbia has a very big um, i said you know it has you could say it has two economies it has the uh, the the uh, the legitimate tax paying economy and then it has the the gray economy the um, pseudo economy <laughs> um, the pseudo economy that yeah i think people call it the d economy or something like that which okay. is the dark economy, but it's not dark, it's just the marketplace. This is people you know, going farm to, to, to stall, people selling their vegetables, fruits, meats, and all that sort of produce from all over all yeah. over Serbia. They take it to the marketplace all over Serbia, and they don't want it to be fiscalized and tracked by the government, because they will then place a heavy tax on it, and they're already mm-hmm. suffering enough by, by the cost of living crisis. So we... Well, I was back in 2021, before inflation was really an issue. They just wanted to not be—they want to be protected from that fiscalization, that being tracked and, and having to pay taxes, which would have hurt their way of life and probably meant that some of them would have been priced out. So they managed not to have—they uh, managed to 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 um, to protest against that fiscalization. And still to, to this day, you go to the market and every you can spend anything, uh, everything on cash. I think Serbians yeah. now can be one step away from it than at one point accepting everything in Bitcoin. Obviously, the problem with Bitcoin in Serbia is that we had the digital digital laws of 2021, which actually weren't the very weren't the best. And uh, they place they place heavy capital gains of about 15 or 20 percent. And if you go back from uh, if you if you sell your your cryptocurrency back to fiat. Um, but doesn't stop people from from, tra- from transacting. So if you just stay in Bitcoin, then that's fine. But obviously, people, oh. there's not everything. There's not much of a market here for Bitcoin yet. But uh, there uh, will I was going to say, unless some... you
0: sell, there's no tax implications, right? So it's mm. only a, a further mm. kind of benefit to holding there's... and not selling, right?
1: Exactly. But at the same time, there's not much you can spend if you really want to spend your Bitcoin here. There's there's almost no zero places at the moment. But that's gonna that's gonna change. That will change.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Philip. I mean, I mean, it's it's also kind of the 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 younger generations, right? Just like yourself and and, and myself and everybody else, kind of the the system is changing. The older their generations, which were so like strapped to cash, and you know, cash was the only way, are kind of slowly, if not now, but in the near future, will be leaving these positions, and 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 younger, fresh minds will be stepping up. Who will mm-hmm. be, let's say, more averse to adopting new technologies and looking for better. Uh, possibilities for for the general people you know to have a better standard of living to be happier to to be more independent which i think is very important because the way the but world has been going But some of general... the older
1: i've heard stories of some of the older generations who were here during the 90s who had all their savings gone through the inflation through the hyperinflation mm-hmm. and they're still holding on to cash like it's like it's the best thing <laughs> anyway they, i hope they don't learn the hard way again um I, I don't I I don't predict hyperinflation anytime soon in Serbia, but there is double digit still and that's gonna be persistent. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, I guess the, the 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 emphasis really stand on the educational part. This is also kind of how, how I joined the space back in 2017. I I started um here in Cyprus where I'm based. Um it was the first Bitcoin and and cryptocurrency um, slash altcoin um, educational consultancy to educate people first, right? About what is this, the average Joe in the street to the VCs that we're looking to get into the space. Um, and, and I, from the beginning, to me, I understood the, the, the need for education because even today, here we are, some six nearly seven years later and and i still believe there's a big void in the education aspect there is really good books you mentioned the the bitcoin standard and there's you know there's there's a lot of other ones that you can mention but first of all younger people are, are are not so averse to reading books um they're living in this short TikTok swipe swipe culture um and the other side is the kind of the 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 bitcoin twitter which to a certain extent, could be very toxic. Unless you really understand it, you see it, you yeah. might think these guys are a bunch of freaks, you know, <laughs> talking about there's no second best and, you know, just a little bit too hyperactive. So kind of there is, th- there's this gap between kind of, you know, giving a soft push, you know, not emphasizing on price, forget about price. Uh, it- it's just the, the, the technology, what it fixes. So I think this is what's really missing in the space to bridge people to really understand and value Bitcoin for what it is more than kind of this investment tool that you know could go up or down in price.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen and I've met with a lot of people uh getting into involved in, in Bitcoin education. We've had projects, there's projects like the one Meet BriMed Bitcoin, my first Bitcoin in, in El Salvador, and they you are mean, part of the syllab part of the the, 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 the national educational, educational system. syllabus syllabus system in El Salvador. Yeah. But naturally that's El Salvador. But I heard good news when I spoke to the president of Madeira in mm. uh, in Amsterdam last uh, last uh, two, two weekends ago, he and his friend—I uh, may say his friend, his his contact with uh, Andre Loja—is uh, is the one who actually is the key man behind the orange pinning of the president. He said mm. to me that now they are adding uh, the Mi Bitcoin application to student tablets in uh, in in Madeira. Oh because wow! Being, Madeira being being a um, a autonomous part state autonomous state I can say state autonomous region of Portugal they don't have to adhere to all the uh, to, to Portuguese uh, law every Portuguese law and to every EU directive there's some that they have to there's some that, uh, um, that they, they don't need to I won't be able to I uh, was explain them but I won't be able to I, I completely forgot which ones but one thing is his education there they're able to do their their own educational system and this is one good thing about the president and he is very um very tech driven and he understands the future that kids have to understand technology and he really really is pushing um pushing and um, pushing good things um uh projects in, in the tech in the, in the in in the education space and he's trying to uh, model some systems like that, i think the one in Singapore or something and give children more of an understanding of what real day uh real life uh examples are and and not to, to not to be taught the archaic uh doctrination systems of the past of what the most most european and you know global um syllabuses teach you in the world so he's actually you know he's looking in, they're looking into 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 bettering the education system and obviously they don't stop people from um, from doing homeschooling as well so there's positives there I, I've met with it a number it. of other people who have started um, some amazing apps and other other websites that are designed to educate people just that are first getting into Bitcoin, to educate uh, uh, companies, governments, and things like that. I won't name the 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 um, the applications of the companies, but there's a few people working on education and I've and I'm quite bullish on the fact that we'll get we'll have better systems of educating better ways of of let's say reducing the time it takes to orange pill people and I'm quite bullish on that this is this is definitely improving over time.
0: Well, as as we say in Serbia, from from your mouth to God's ears, right, uh, Philip. Mm-hmm. So I I, I I hope I hope this comes sooner than later. But it's it's interesting. It's and and, and this is the first time I'm here. And I heard about El Salvador bringing in into the school educational curriculum about Bitcoin. But this is the first time I'm hearing about. Oh, they do. They have talking. to.
1: They have to. Uh, they have to prove that they can. Uh, they can go onto the time onto the blockchain, the time chain, and they can. Uh, uh, receive and send out a transaction and verify on the blockchain. That's like wow. one of the things. That's like to graduate you have to do that and a few other things. So <laughs> amazing <laughs> on, that, well, on that on that on that syllabus, game. that unit. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> amazing. Well, you know another thing, um I'm Philip, that kind of rethinking now on the topic of, of schooling and education. I remember from from my own experience going to an English private school we were never taught about what money is at all or how money works mm-hmm. or taxation or oh, nothing. No. And, and then it, it makes a lot of sense because you don't like the, the, the system that we live in, like the Western, call it globalization, but I like to call it Americanization. They don't want you to question where money comes from and how it's created. So I guess there was this big void. But now with Bitcoin, it's not a matter of should we, should we not. It's a must for future generations to understand um, this technology as early as possible.
1: I agree I don't I think it's a of course it's a must but I think it's also going to become a trend to understand it's going to become fashionable to understand how this system works uh, mm. I think hopefully we'll see the general the, 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 the young, younger generations people like um, um, uh, generations from my son's age five that he's five and a half when he grows up into like being 10 10 11 12 when he fully can understand what Bitcoin really is that yeah. they are thirsty to understand how the system works and that uh, we are now f- i want to say lucky but um, yes lucky enough to understand what you know how the system actually works and we can teach them that we can uh, show them the, the 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 um the flaws of the fiat uh, standard and show them the benefits of a bitcoin standard and hopefully by that point in about 5 or 10 years time we will be transi- more transitioning and bitcoin will be more widely accepted and I hope, mm. hopefully, the, the kids will, un, will, will it will become fashionable to 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 understand how Bitcoin works and how to use it, and, and and it will become like second nature to them. For us, we're still fine. I'm not very tech savvy. I find it difficult to do even most things on the computer. So for but for our, when I see my son growing up and grabbing a smartphone, I mean he doesn't own them, But when he grabs my smartphone and stuff, it's 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 incredible how quickly they can how learn fast. to navigate it. Yeah. So for them, for that generation, it's gonna it's gonna be beautiful to see that we have to make sure we um, guide them in the right direction.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, my daughter's, my elder daughter is is, is a little bit younger than than, than your son, uh, Stefan. She, she's three and a half, but already now, you know, she she comes into daddy's office and she sees Bitcoin. She goes, "Oh, Bitcoin! This to, yeah, to her exactly. it's normal. There, there is no converting it. It's kind of it's just there. And and I guess the future will be, Philip. It'll it'll be, Daddy, give me you know zap me some Sats. I want to go get some exactly. ice cream instead <laughs> of you know give me five euros or or
1: two hundred dinars it's be like that." I, I really hope so. It's going because, to there. Yeah,
0: because as you said, like the, the the pace that kids nowadays, you know, just just swallow technology. It's fascinating. I mean, of course, my, my daughter also doesn't have her, her cell phone, but when she gets her mom's or my cell phone, it goes straight to emojis, taking videos, recording. Like there, there's no need for education. They they teach themselves. So I, I'm really also hopeful I, that, that I the future think is bright for them.
1: Just the general um, rebellious nature of children. And the way yeah. they see that the world is is not in a good place right now. That opportunity is for I'm not talking about teens and, and early twenties uh, going into the into the workforce, trying to get into the workforce, trying to get their foot into the ladder of of, of property, which is impossible now. Basically, unless you're yeah. you're earning, uh, I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even That's say right. six <laughs> digits. You probably have to be earning seven digits now to seven get in, in some places around the world. <laughs> But these people, they, they, through their through their rebellious uh, nature, they will they will t- they will tend to look to to Bitcoin and say, yeah, why well, you know our parents or our parents' parents uh, screwed it up like we're blaming the boomers for screwing things up i don't i mean i don't think it's an it's an intergenerational issue even though we like to say it is it's obviously much greater much bigger than that there's something on top of that that's causing all this but mm. they will then zoom out and they will then look at bitcoin and say yeah this is going to help us this is going to help us get onto get onto the property ladder this is going to help us be more financially independent and all that and that's as we move for, for more uh, towards a Bitcoin standard, and they will understand that they will they will naturally understand the um, the benefits of a deflationary financial world and a savings culture. They understand how that is much more beneficial, not just for themselves and for the, for growing families and saving for the future, but also for the for uh, for those environmentally conscious people wanting to save the planet. And the fact yep. that you won't have to spend, spend, spend to grab, grab, grab all the resources today just to keep the uh the insane the insane Keynesian model um ticking.
0: And and, and the paper straws, don't forget about the paper straws, Philip. Oh the paper straws, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I I, I, I totally agree, but um, let, let, let's go a little bit back then, as you said, so so heads of state and and the example of of Madeira and, and I'm sure with 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 your role at Jan three, um, you communicate with with the with many heads of state um, and different business leaders. Um, what's your advice for for government and organizations that are looking to embrace and adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender? kind of what is what is your approach to them and kind of how do you orange pill them in a sense?
1: Well, at Jan Three, uh, so Jan Three, it's a bit, you introduced it sort of before. It's a Bitcoin technology company yeah. aimed at expanding Bitcoin technology, hyper-Bitcoinization around the world. And mm. we have we're going to be releasing our Aqua Wallet, which is a uh, Bitcoin-centric wallet with USDT on Liquid Network. That's the Bitcoin sidechain. chain. Oh, wow. Um, so it's everything's Bitcoin. And we're also opening up our, our, our OTC to sell Bitcoin and, and, and Jan 3 financials soon, which is also going to be doing uh, structuring Bitcoin bonds. But that's another uh, another conversation. So with, with, when it comes to speaking to uh, different nation states, different politicians and different uh, leaders and, and, and individuals around the world, it just really depends on who and, 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 where, and where we're speaking. Uh, I, I've, not, I've noticed that energy seems to be one of the biggest uh, clinches on this. If you have mm. energy or if you have capacity of any of, of energy of any sort, then that's always a good way to get into, to, to start conversations and to maintain conversations. As we're well, well aware, you know, energy is, is what gets Bitcoin going. You know, it's an energy-based monetary system. And people are now starting to understand that it's Bitcoin is not, bad for the environment and the fact that it uses up energy and the fact that it uses wants to use up more and more energy that's a good thing because that drives us Mm -hmm. to to finding cheaper energy and it drives us to being more efficient with our energy and and it does what beautiful things which we have many many um real day um case studies and examples of how it's fixing and and bettering energy grids around the world so that's one com. That's that's a big conversation starter. And orange-painted mm. people there, and having uh, you know talking about you know talking about the 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 the, the wonders of how energy can also um, how how Bitcoin mining can also create capital for for more infrastructure projects and things like that. So we have some conversations happening there with a couple of couple of individuals around the world. And the other thing is just just to create a first 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 level, you know, first touch-basing conversations with other politicians to let them know that, you know, we're here, we can happy to 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 advise them about anything Bitcoin related. And we're just when we speak to any any of these any, any politicians, whether they're interested or not, we let them know that you know there's a some there's a grassroots pro, um, movement happening. There's Bitcoin is of course is a bottom-up movement. Giant 3 is focused on more in the top not I say focus, where when we speak to politicians, that's more of a top-down approach strategy but we have the bottom-up tools of like the aqua wallet and 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 then there's a a, a loads of other bitcoiners out there just uh doing uh just just building all these bottom up all these bottom-up structures and this is something that they should i would say uh embrace because if they don't embrace it then they will be left out and -hmm. We're there to to tell them, to tell them, look, you can be a first mover. You can really benefit from this. Your population, the people that you supposedly care for, care for something like this. And this is what's going to change the world for the better. So it's kind of gaslighting them a little bit. It's like if you really care about the world, if you really care about (laughs) the environment, you're putting them on the spot. Yeah, if you really care about things, then you have to learn about Bitcoin because this is this is something that's that's going to change the world for the better.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Now, and, and and as you said, well, well, somebody needs to do it, right? I mean, as you said, it, it's grassroots from the bottom, but somebody needs to speak to to these heads of state and and you know get them to to switch their point of thinking and actually, you know, see 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 a different point of view than than just ignoring it as we've had for basically the last decade. And of course, let's not even mention China, going to ban it every year and then unban it and ban it and unban it and mm, you know not knowing what to do with it. Um, it's nice to see that, that the countries are changing. And you brought up a very interesting aspect of, of energy, right? Until recent, maybe until the last two years, everybody was just bashing Bitcoin on how much energy is being wasted, you know, kind of like we're killing the world. But actually now the sentiment's changed at actually all this energy and this hash power is what's making bitcoin more resilient by the day and what gives it its true untinkerable and 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 power of basically being a, a untouchable ledger where nobody potentially well technically you could but potentially nobody can do a 51% attack today because it would cost so no. much and it would take so much would- energy that it wouldn't make sense to do it. Yeah, it would it, cost so. so
1: much, take so much energy. By the time you, you got to that point of having the ability you that would people would have figured out, you would have, yeah, you would, you, the, the rest of the network would have side forked at that point And uh, so, I mean, hard forked and you probably would have just, captured one block and a complete waste of money you know you would have wasted billions <laughs> or trillions on that when instead yeah. this is the beauty about bitcoin is the incentive of, of, of bitcoin is that you might as well spend that money in getting into bitcoin and just and, and making money from 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 being part of the network in the first place and you would have and you would have uh, you would have invested your money in a much better way and you would have also helped yourself and humanity <laughs>
0: yeah no I, I i couldn't agree more so um i i guess a, a, another um thing i wanted to t- touch upon philip is kind of we, we talked about now the past and kind of where we are now but let's for a second look at a little bit of the future and and if i may ask looking into the future what would you envision for for bitcoin in the next let's say five to ten years for both globally and serbia specifically which we touched and, and talked quite a bit on
1: yeah that's the million dollar question <laughs> Uh I see that in five to ten years, of course you'll see much more Bitcoin adoption. The next bull run will help awaken more people to to, to what Bitcoin is and get people on the Bitcoin train, I guess. And the usual what the bear market does, I mean the 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 the, the bull market does is you know you'll have a lot of people interested in the price, so they'll just mm-hmm. Finally, start. Then you'll have people who uh, who have been dismissing you, but for being a crazy big Bitcoiner, will come and will call you and say, "Hey, hey, 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 Gigi, what about that Bitcoin? How do I get in?" "Hey, Philip, <laughs> so can you tell me how to get into Bitcoin?" You know, you you'll have to have you'll have to have a brochure ready to send to them with everything. There, I have I have no time for you right now. You know, here <laughs> you have to get you know basically sure. a pre a pre a, 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 a pre planned email like a, like a template ready for these people. No, okay. And with AI, I, you could I, even
0: have it automatically scheduled. So whenever you, you go, get an email we, saying, "Hey, how do I go?" Just boom, it's done. You, you boom, don't even look at it.
1: Done. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I think, I think so. We're talking about five to ten years, and with five to ten years, we're going to see globally. You're going to see about like one or two election cycles in every country, and mm. you're already seeing in America. You're seeing the likes of uh, JFK Jr. Uh, um, yeah. RFK. Sorry. Jeff King, Sorry, RFK Jr. and other 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 candidates for the uh, for the U.S. election actually talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, this is huge. That is huge. And then you have your, the, the likes of Millet. I know that mm. recently he didn't garner the support that he was going thought he was going to get. He only got thirty percent. He has to go to another runoff, but still, he he's a Bitcoin advocate. We'll see what happens if he, get, if he becomes president. What he will actually do, and hopefully it's not just hot air. But uh, we're all hopeful yeah. that he, he, he's talking about dismantling the central bank. This is this, this is this is fantastic talk. This is what we need. This is what we need politicians to be saying, and not mm. be afraid of saying this. Obviously, we have to go back to 1963 when JFK said that he wanted to take down the central bank and, uh, and the CIA. And all that, what but how did that, Wonder what happened there. Uh, but now there's, 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 there's politicians around the world that are, are slowly going to be waking up and actually going to be using Bitcoin on their platform. And I think this is mainly also thanks to not just grassroots adoptions and just Bitcoin is adopting it because of the, of the, of the, of the terrible financial troubles that the world are, are placing people all around the world, but also because of the, the Bukele effect, I'd say. I say yeah. El Salvador has, is, is a shining beacon of hope for many people. It's something that we've noticed is the ripple effects, the positive ripple effects it's had in the region. It's fantastic. We've gone, we've been to countries, visited countries like Costa Rica. Uh, we've spoken to people in, Gu- in Guatemala and Panama uh, and even in Nicaragua. People are interested. And there's more communities like the Bitcoin Bitcoin Beach in El Salvador. Zonte has, has inspired many other communities around the world, not just in Central and Central America and Latin America, but all over the world. And these ground uh, grassroots projects are going to help to push the adoption in their countries, their respective countries as well. But also, there's getting the attention of politicians, and politicians are going to see that these people are, uh, are are doing are very organized. The Bitcoiners are conscious people; they're they're honest, hardworking people, and they will start to wonder, oh, maybe we should align with this. Um, and this is, this is what, this is what Bitcoin adoption is going to happen. It's going to be really a, like a social adoption revolution. You'll have politicians, you'll have top, top down areas here and there. You have some countries, some smaller countries, which are more nimble adopting it here and there. You'll have your bigger countries less less nimble and able to adopt because they're just they're just too bureaucratic and too divided and all that. But you'll have smaller more con- smaller countries like Ukraine. I say Ukraine. What well, I'd say Ukraine. Um, uh, <laughs> So I was just speaking about Ukraine earlier on to someone. <laughs> no, right. Uh, like, like El, El Salvador, which is like the same same size as and same demographics as as Serbia. El Salvador has about six million people. Serbia has about six million people population. Mm. El Salvador has about five or six million million people in diaspora. So same with Serbia. So you hopefully these people, these countries, which are a little bit more. Um, homogenic in terms of uh, population and and decision making will will move quickly obviously Bukelis, you won't find many Bukelis again he's a special he's a unique character a a special breed of of of, of leader you know uh, uh, he's an authoritarian democratic um uh, i guess like uh progressive bitcoin it's incredible what he is you know he understands (laughs) what's needed yeah you can you can argue he's a strong man and he's done some pretty dictatorial things but that's needed. He was actually just enacting an okay. law, and he did it. And he did. It. He wiped the cleans the streets clean from from gang gang violence, gang horrible gang life. And I was yeah. there in El Salvador speaking, because I speak Spanish, speaking to, to to the population, the individuals there, and they, they, they are so happy. El Salvadorians are happy people anyway. I noticed mm. this when I'm traveling to Central America. Central American people really always very happy spirits, spirited people. But when I was in El Salvador, they were even happier. It's amazing. They were so happy that they were able to go and 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 and, and live life without having the fear of being hassled by by um, by these horrible gangs. Yes, mm. some, some of the gang, some of the some some of the people got caught and in, in, uh, ended up in prison that shouldn't be there. But there are legal processes in, in, in place there to uh, to get those people out. But now El Salvador's are free to do what they would to 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 live life to go to school without being without fear of being uh children being kidnapped or raped or something like that. it's horrible what that was happening before and it was yeah. the murder capital of the world that was back in 2015 and now if you thought if you thought that in 2015 that in 2023 that he would have uh, that el salvador would be a beacon of hope and people from around the world not just El salvadorians will be moving there but actual other immig- uh, immigration will be moving there because of their technology laws because it's probably the safest place now in in, in the whole of Latin America with the lowest cro- uh, murder rate in, in even compared to, to big cities in America much lower than than, than, than most parts of, of of the states that you would in 2015 you would think no that's that's crazy but it's actually happening so there we go, get, in less you'll...
0: than 10 years right
1: yeah Which less was than 10 the years question. So you... <laughs> And then sooner or later, his uh, his Bitcoin bet, because I believe that he got into it, uh, he he introduced it to the country when it was at fifty thousand. and of course they had to crash the markets afterwards to make him look bad. But man, he looks good to me anyway. I think he looks good to a lot of people. and there's those as I talking about, the Bukele ripple effects are meaning that politicians and other people in other countries are talking. And we are, mm. we have a couple of com- uh, I say a couple a few conversations happening in the region and people interested. Obviously, as i said it's they don't have the luck of having a bouquet. They have uh, other democratic systems to navigate, and democracies have a lot of bureaucracy and hoops and loops that you have to go through in their processes and stuff. but uh, they'll get there they'll get there
0: no I, if, if I may add i mean to, to what you said philip it's 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 interesting to see how how bitcoin in a sense actually will government was established in the beginning to serve the people right the government we have today actually we are the slaves working Ooh. for the government and bitcoin is actually as you mentioned now could actually bring back the full circle where the bitcoin adoption makes the government once again smaller and it 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 helps people prosper and be a better nation than the other way around so
1: exactly there
0: is Incredible, incredible possibilities that Bitcoin can change our lives in in all sorts of ways, not just financially, but just the state of living and and just prosperity. And as you said, having a self-sovereign nation and people in it, which I think is super needed, especially with how we find ourselves in the global uh, situation now, which is. It's beyond even abnormal. It's I can't even name it. Like sometimes it I, I really do feel we live, uh, that that Elon was right, we do live in a simulation because this stuff just generally couldn't be happening because it's 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 beyond um anybody's comprehension. But as we say, you know, Rome is burning and I truly think that that the tides are changing and, and and Bitcoin is coming in and it's very nice and and kind of reassuring to hear what you mentioned, that other countries are closely following Bukele's effect and sooner or later will be adopting a Bitcoin standard for themselves. So, I mean, Prince Philip, let me ask you then, I guess, one one last question. Uh, last sure. but not least, what is one piece of Bitcoin advice that you would leave our listeners with? I ask this to all of our guests. And of course, after this intellectual conversation, I'd love to hear your piece of advice for, for the listeners. <laughs>
1: piece of no advice
0: pressure.
1: <laughs> the whole you know stay humble stack sats has been said a million times but that couldn't be more correct and and, and true in life i think i think piece of advice yeah that I could be we, it. as that could be a, no, but I'm. Stay humble and I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Stack, yeah. yeah, but I think no, I think this, it's this is more. It's more than that. I think as we're all coming out of our fiat slumber of of uh, of our fiat nightmare, and people are realizing that there's hope and 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 there's and and we do have a, a solution, a, a viable solution to get us into 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 a world that's worth living in. Also, it's just getting out of that 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 fiat interventionist world where 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 people are are so divided on so many different topics because that's what the money printer does as well. It's like it 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 turns people against each other, and we want we want that piece of the pie and everything. And we, we 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 basically that's why politics has permeated every part of of civil of society, and that's why when you speak, when you open your mouth, people say, "Oh, you're just being too political." You can't help that. So I just think now we actually we can. Uh, what I'm, well, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like we can finally get out of that mindset of of divisions and understand that there's something at the uh, core that 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 just helps us all communicate in a much more sound way, and that is having sound money. And we can mm. just focus on on ourselves, on, on focus on on being fit, on being healthy, on, on finally start, uh, I say finally, on um, people can actually have the, the ability to to save on something and start families and not worry so much about the future and our lives will be, um, we can live our lives with uh, with lower time preferences. So yeah, I guess, yeah, stay humble, uh, stack sats. And if you can, if you do have the energy, uh, try and teach other people about it as well. I know it's difficult and I know you, I have moments where I'm just like, I can't, I can't be bothered anymore, but um, mm-hmm. don't give up because at some point they will be coming to you, not just because the price goes up, but because their actual life actually depends on something on some, on, 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 um, on something as, 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 as life changing as Bitcoin and they will need, need it to, to, to rescue them from financial hardship. And yeah, just, be humble, st- stack stats, and uh, and be open to, uh, to 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 awakening those uh, those sleeping fish out there
0: around you. No, you you couldn't have said that better. And and kind of to to, to conclude um, what you said, I we, we recently had Jimmy Song come on, uh, come on uh, on on the show, and and he said kind but of the he's deeper the be-
1: he's the best,
0: yeah, right? But, but, no, but he, yeah, his an, piece of advice was
1: and, yeah, no go on, go on. <laughs>
0: He said that basically the deeper you go down the rabbit hole and the more you learn about Bitcoin, it humbles you more. You kind of become a better husband, a better father, just a better member of society.
1: Yeah, he's and he can yeah he is he he has got so much passion on Bitcoin. When he speaks about about oh. Bitcoin, there's so much beautiful passion coming out. He's a father of like seven children. His proper <laughs> example. His proper example. He's a serious Bitcoin and knows his Bitcoin uh, better than most people, technical and philosophical side about it. And he yeah he, he and he practices what he preaches. You know, he's got a beautiful family and he's doing amazing things and writing books and educating and traveling and 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 and. Showing the world what the the beauty of Bitcoin. So yeah, if no, I could do half of what he's doing educational wise for Bitcoin, I'll be I'll be a happy Bitcoiner.
0: Well, Philip, we 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 share a mutual role model uh, in the space. So 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 Jimmy, we're we're listening closely to what you're saying, and 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 we're trying trying to be ha- halfway there. And yeah, for those listeners who haven't listened to the episode, definitely go back. Um, it, it's titled I believe from Coded to Philosopher. Um, and yeah, definitely hear Jimmy's story of how he got into Bitcoin over a decade ago. And I look and forward essentially... to listen to that. Yeah it's 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 definitely a, an interesting journey where where he bought some beef jerky for a quarter of a bitcoin which today's value is $8000. He said it was it was good jerky but not $8000 good. Uh, but yeah that that definitely a, a lot of stuff. Well uh, Prince Philip I mean it's it's been an Honestly, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, definitely, this is not the, the first and last time. We'll, we'll definitely have you back on, perhaps even after the halving or, or sometime in... It will be my pleasure to come back
1: on and chat um, again.
0: And, and discuss and see how, how Bitcoin dis- standards dis- are
1: moving forward. We can discuss and share templates that we share to people interested about Bitcoin.
0: Sure, why not? And I guess what, what's what's the best way for for listeners to 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 follow you or, or get in touch with you online? What's the best way, Philip?
1: Uh Twitter is uh, to follow me at prince Prince Philip, yeah, yeah, then Prince Philip one. At, um, mm-hmm. That's my handle. Uh, there's also, I have Instagram, which is uh, Prince Philip od, od Silvia. I mean, you could probably put this up easier. I mean, I'm not going to spell that out. Well, there's <laughs> a Jan three, there's a Jan three handle on uh, on Twitter and Jan three on, um, on Instagram. And also, we just released our website, jan3.com. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Well, Guys, um, I'm pretty sure if you Google Prince Philip uh, of Serbia Bitcoin into Google, you, you, you'll find a way to, to get in touch. Uh, once again, thanks a lot for, for coming on, uh, Philip, and, and we'd uh, love to have you on in the future and uh, wishing you a beautiful day ahead.
1: You too. Thank you, much, DD. Looking forward to it again. Bye. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of What is Your Bitcoin Story podcast. Remember to subscribe and share with your friends and family. For more valuable Bitcoin resources, visit our website at whatisyourbitcoinstory.com. Keep stacking sats, stay safe, and spread the Bitcoin revolution.